All right, welcome to our Lakota Sikhs project share on Chalik Yud Tes, volume 19, and it's Lakota Sikhs Parsha Sura and it's Sikha number two. This Sikha is um, a Rambam Sikha, really, in a lot of ways. It's based on a Pasuk in this week's Parsha, and it is, it's not, well, it quotes a lot of the Rambam, but it's not specifically on the Rambam. Although, as you see, in a way, it is uh, the Rebbe's view of how we can see the Rambam. And sometimes when the Rambam writes different things in different places, the Rebbe shows us how it's not actually a contradiction. So what we're going to be learning about today is a difference between when we talk about choice, what choice really means, and what's the difference between choice, Bechira, and Kedusha. What's the difference between something that's Kadesh, that's holy, and something that was chosen by Hashem? And this is based on the pasuk in our parsha this week, that is the um, the pasuk beginning or pasuk yud aleph in Perikid Beis that says as follows: that it will be the place that Hashem will choose the to rest His name there. So the place that Hashem will choose in the future to rest His shina in that place. Shama Savio es Kalasher Nachimitzavesfem or Lesechem, Vizitchechem, Masrechem, Trumas Yadchem, the Chom of Hanedrech Mashetibulashem. So all the burnt offerings and all the contributions, all the carbonus basically, and all the Nadarm that people have to fulfill, all of that, all the offerings are going to be brought in that place. Now, of course, when we learn that, we recognize that the Torah is talking about in the future. That when we offer, they're going to go into Eretz Yisrael, and of course there are people that are going to go amongst nations, and the nations of the world serve all sorts of idols, and they worship on all sorts of bamos and all sorts of altars. And Hashem is saying, the place that I will choose to rest my place, to rest my name there, that is the place where you will have to bring up all your offerings to me. So all the contributions and all the the, the voluntary offerings, it all has to be brought in that place that I will choose. Now. We're going to see, the Rebbe is going to quote quite a bit from the Rambam. And I just want to highlight some points and then we're going to go inside and we'll come back to this source sheet again. But we know that in Mishnah Torah of the Rambam, which is a book of halacha, the section of, um, in Seder Avaida, Avaida is of course the service in the Beit Samikdash, the halachas about the Beit Samikdash are called Hilchos Beis Habechira. Okay, notice the word Bechira, right? The, the halachas of the house, the chosen temple. And of course, this name for the section is comes from this pasuk because it says the place Hashem will choose. So Hilchas Beis Abchira, the laws of this chosen temple, the chosen house, is as the Rambam says, straight right at the beginning of the very first parak of these halachas, mitzvahs ase lasos bais la Hashem. That we have a mitzvah, it's one of the positive commandments we have to build a house for Hashem in this world. A place that is going to be ready to, for us to bring up carbonus, right? And that's exactly what it seems to be saying in the puzzle for this week. And of course, we know three times a year during the Shalsh Rugan, the Jewish people would go to the base of Migdash to bring carbonus. Like it says, he will make for me, notice, a Migdash. So now we see that we know it's called Hilchot Beis Abchira, but we're talking about the Beis Hamikdash. And notice that the name Beis Hamikdash has in it 
Kadosh, right? A place that is holy. The base Hamikdash is this holy, the sanctuary. So right away, we can see that there are two different names being used here for the base Hamikdash. The fact that it is a place that is a Mikdash, a sanctuary, a place that is holy, as well as a place that is chosen by Hashem. Now, where does this come in? So we're going to look at some of these parts of the Rambam, and let's go through it a little bit now. So we find then in later in the next halachas, okay, so the first halacha of Hilchus Beis of Thira, the Rambam says, we have this mitzvah to make this place to bring karbanas. And then right away, the Rambam goes on in the next halacha and says that as soon as the Jewish people, when they entered Eretz Yisrael, they set up a mishkan, which was, a, of course, a temporary sanctuary in Gilgal, and it was there for 14 years. And then it went to Shiloh, which was actually a more permanent place because the base of or the mishkan stood there for a much longer time. Um, it was there for 369 years. Okay, it was made of stone because it was more permanent. And then it moved on to Naiv. And from there, it went to the, to the base of Mikdash. And then it went to, I'm sorry, to Givon. And then from Givon, it went to Yerushalayim. Okay. So we know that the Mishkan, it travels. When they first came to Yisrael, they didn't yet have the base of Mikdash. They had the Mishkan. And it did move from place to place, from Gilgal. And then it went on to Shiloh. And from Shiloh, it went on to Nov. And from Nov, it went on to Givon. And from there, it went to um, Yerushalayim. But then in the next halacha, the Rambam goes on and says, Once the base of Mikdash was finally built in Yerushalayim, From then on, it was forbidden to bring a carbon anywhere else. So we can see that here we had the Mishkan and it kept moving through different places. But once the base of Mikdash was built, we can no longer bring carbonus anywhere else. The Ein Sham Bayis Ludari Hadaris It was no longer a house for the future generations anywhere other than Yerushalayim itself and Uvahara Maria Shabbat, and particularly on Har Maria. Janemra, like it says, by Yomer David. These are all going to be important. The Rebbe is going to quote all of these things in the Sikha that we're going to learn. That David said about this place, Zehu Beis Hashem Halukim. This is the house. This place. This is the house of Hashem. Vizem is Beach Ola Yisrael. And this is where the Mizbeach, the altar, is going to be for the Jewish people to bring up their burnt offerings. Ba'omer, he says, until Zos Menuchasi Adei Ad. This is the place Hashem says, this is the place I will rest forever, for all generations. Now, interestingly, okay, that's talking about basically just not moving. But then we find, we go further into the next chapter in Hilchus Basimathira, we find something else. We are, so here we're saying, okay, we had a Mishkan, it moved from place to place, and in a sense, the house of Hashem moved along. But once the basement was built, it could no longer be anywhere else. And then in the next chapter, Perik Beis of Hilchus Beis of Chira, the Rambam writes, The Mizbeach had a very special, precise place in the Beis of Mikdash. 
So it's not just that there was the base of Mikdash, but where that altar stood had to be very precise. And it can never move anywhere else. And how do we know this? Shenemar, the Ramam quotes, Divrayamim, where we find the Pasuk, Ze Mizbach La'ayla Lisro. This is the place of the offering, of the burnt offering to the Jewish people. And what else does the Rambam write? That this is the place, but it was also the Mikdash Nekad Yitzchak Kavinu. It was in this place, in this holy place, that Yitzchak was put on the altar, you know, Kedas Yitzchak. Like it says, El Avram was told to go to the land of Maria, to the Zahar Maria. And that when Shlomo Melch began to build the temple in, um, in Yerushalayim and on this Har Hamuria. So what do we know from there? That what? And this is on the Hamaria, Asher near El David Avihu, because it was this place that Hashem appeared to David. Asher Hechingbim come David begarn Arnon Hayivusi. Because this is the place that David Hamelach, this is the place Hashem appeared to David, and this is where David had um, prepared the place of the base of Mediation, had designated this place on this threshing floor of. And then we're not finished yet, because after he says this, that this Mizbeach is very, very particular, and this was a place where Avram Avinu had gone, and this is where David HaMelech had chosen, because Hashem had told him, had appeared to him there, right? Now we see, he goes on and says, Umusaris Biyadakal that this is a tradition that we have. And what is this tradition? That this place that David HaMelech and Shlomo built this Mesbeach and this threshing floor of Aravna, this is the same place that Avram had brought, had built an altar and had brought up his son Yitzchak, of course, we know it was never sacrificed, but that's where a case just took place. And the Ram is continuing. And this spot was the same spot that Noah, when he came out of the Teva and he built a Mizbeach, it was on the same spot. Let's go back. Kain and Hevel, we know, the sons of Adam Harishon, the first man, his two sons also built an altar and brought carbonus, and this is where they did it. And not only that, but Adam, the first man, he also, he brought a carbon on this very spot. So we're going kind of back in history. David and Shlomo built a Mizbeach here, but this is the same spot that Avram Avinu had brought up Yitzchak, and this is where Noach had built a Mizbeach, and this kind and Hevel, and even Adam Harishan. Umbisham Nivra, and not only that, it, that is where, that is the spot from where man was created. And then, our sages say, man was created from the place of, of his atonement, of the same spot where he would in the future be able to get atonement. That's where he was created. 
So what we want to understand, these are the questions the Rebbe is going to bring up, is that on one hand, it seems to be from the Apostle that this is about Hashem choosing this place and that it's going to be a place in the future that Hashem is going to choose. And yet it seems also that the Rambam is talking about the fact that this place had already been used. So the question is, had it already been chosen? What is it wholly because it was already used before? Or was it chosen because they chose it? Or is something else going on? And that's what we want to clarify in our Sikha tonight. Let's now go into the Sikha itself. We're doing it in the original, the way it's written in Yiddish, in the edited and the um, yes, reviewed and edited version of the Sikha is in Yiddish. So that's what we're going to be using to learn tonight. Okay. So let's begin. Sif Alf. In Haintike Sedra, state, Vahaya Hamak Mashayif Hashem Gaimer, then base Habchir Bishalayim. So in our Sedra, we learn, it says that the place that Hashem will choose, that base of Mikdash, that base Habakira, that's where we are going to bring Karbanas. So from the language in the Pasuk, it says the place that Hashem will choose, Mashma, we understand, that the benefit, what is the advantage of this particular spot? And it's for that reason that we have to bring the karbanas there. Is So when you look just at the pasuk, it seems quite clear. The reason why we're going to bring karbanas there, the only reason this place is special, is because this is the place that Hashem chose. Yet we know that before Hashem chose this place, they could have chosen any place. So before Hashem chose this place as a place of the base of Mikdash, it could have been anywhere. There wasn't any special benefit there. As we see, the Mishkan and the Mizbech, they built first at Har Sinai, when Moshe Rabbeinu built the first Mishkan, and then all the altars that were in Eretz Yisrael before the base of Mikdash was built, could have been, it was allowed to be anywhere. And we find Chazal telling us, until the point that Yerushalayim was chosen, all of Eretz Yisrael was kosher, an appropriate place to build Mizbeach. And until the place, the base of Mikdash itself was chosen, the entire city of Yerushalayim was worthy of having the Shechina rest there. What does this mean? That until the point where Yushalayim was chosen to bring up, to build the altars, is So according to that saying of our sages, it would seem then that there was no special advantage of Eretz Yisrael or Har Maria, or I'm sorry, of Yushalayim or Har Maria in, uh, in relation to the rest of Eretz Yisrael. It was just as holy. Any part of Eretz Yisrael could have been chosen. And so too, the Beis Elamim, that number is Hare Maria, with the Beis Mikdash itself, in relation to all of Yerushalayim. It was all holy until Hashem chose that unique spot. So that's what it would seem, that there was no nothing special 
more special about Yerushalayim Mohara Maria than the rest of Eretz Yisrael until the point that Hashem chose it. And from our Pasuk, it seems that this was a, a, a choosing, right, a choice that Hashem did in the future, the place I will choose, Mashi Rabbeinu is telling the Jewish people in Parshas Re'i. But then we have that question. We find the Rambam writing in the Halachas about the Beis Hamikdash. That the Mizbeach, its place was very intentional, and you were not allowed to change that spot forever. So whenever they built that, that exact same spot where the base of English stood in the first base of English and the second base of English, it will be that very same spot in the third base of English. Because it says we have a positive. This is the place for the Mizbeach, for the burnt offerings of the Jewish people. So then the Rama goes on. And list. So on the one hand, he's saying, okay, this is a very special place, but then he seems to give us a whole bunch of reasons why this place was very special even before Hashem chose it. All of those points. This is the place where Avram, Avinu built him as Be'ach, Noach built him as Be'ach, Kain and Hevel, Adam, and this is where he was created. But Papashus made this. Simply, it would seem, what does this mean? As das was mekayim mechuvan b'yayser ve'ei mishan ayis v'makam v'makam la'elam. So you would think, that's what it seems from the Rambam anyway, when you first glance, that the fact that the Mizbeach was a place that was very intentional, it was not allowed to be moved, it seems from the way the Rambam was writing it, it seems that it's not just because Hashem chose the place, nor you might think that the reason why this place is so particular and why the Mizbeach can never be moved from that spot is not because Hashem chose that spot, but because this is the place that up until this point had been designated by Avram and Noach and Cain and Hevel and even other nations. And that all took place before Hashem chose this spot. Un, the Achvarnim Zatim, and what we find the Achvarnim, the sages who lived after the, uh, um, the 1600s, really, um, say, as das is a pluk that's vision the Rambam unim sefer That this difference actually is the difference, is an argument between the Rambam and the sefer echtinuk. In the Sefer Echinuch, which as we know is a list of all the halachas and where they come out of the, in the Chumash, so that what does he say is that this place wasn't a particular place that was worthy of having the Shechina rest there. In other words, the Ma'alas HaMakam is blind inside them, but the Ebishtar had in that this wasn't a place that was somehow the place itself was special. Rather, it was special only because Hashem chose it. Masha Enkin, like the Rambam, but according to what we just read in the Rambam, is just for the Irish child, by recommend the Makam, it is vile as he's a Makam schooler from Freer. It would seem from what we just read in the Rambam, and this is what some of the Achranim say, is that the Rambam is saying, no, Hashem chose this place to rest his Shina because it was a worthy place from before because of all of these things, all these. Altars of his Bechais that were built there beforehand. The Dachman Pashte. So we have to understand. From Pasuk, when we look at the Pasuk in our Parsha this week, it says, Hashem, the place that Hashem will choose. Shama Taviyu. That's where you're going to bring these karbanas. That would seem very clear. As the Mila 
in the Makam is Blaiz Machmas Dembas Nivchar Hashem, the Chiras HaKadosh Baruch in the Makam. It seems quite clear from the Pasuk that the only reason this spot, the Mizbeach, and the base of Mingdash, is the place where we build, where we bring offerings to Hashem, is simply because, and only because, this is the spot Hashem chose. That from the words of the Rambam, it seems, as the Milo from the Makam is it seems, and again, this is very important, it seems, at least at first glance, that it's not just because Hashem chose this spot, nor by Adam Arishan Bechul Avram, but that all of these people from Adam Arishan to Avram, Adam and Kain and Hevel and Leach and Avram, that they brought Karbonus there. A mile of us is admiration, and this was then an advantage that was there from the times of the first man. And it seems that the Rambam is saying that's why this place is so special and it can never be changed. So the question is, what is it? Is the base of Mikdash and the spot of the Mizbeach special because Hashem chose it in the future? As my Rabbeinu is saying, we're going to go into Israel and the place Hashem is going to choose. That's going to be the place, which would seem like at that time when David Melech realized that this is the this threshing floor of Arav Nahibusi, this is where he has to buy the spot for the base of Mikdash. Is that when it was chosen? Is from then that it's holy? Or is it because of everything that happened in the past and in the history from other Mauritian? See, Bains, the Tepach Sedek in Aratayra, brand Arab, deep Harishayim, Benagaya, the Machma Mikdash, the Tzemach Tzedek brings along an argument of the Rishonim. Now, the Rishonim are the sages from the year about 1000 to 1600. They're called the earlier sages. And he brings out an argument amongst the Rishonim about this idea about this place of the Migdash, the base of Migdash, after it was chosen. And the argument that the Rishonim have is, does this place of the base of Migdash the place that was chosen for Hashem to rest his Shrina. So is this a place where Hashem rests his Shrina on it, but there's no change in the place itself? So the best way to understand this is we're going to see, it's like thinking about, you know, when we talk about the month of Nisan, that we have these great revelations and miracles from Hashem. But because it's coming from above, it's Hashem resting upon us, it doesn't change who we are necessarily. It's a change coming from top down. So the question among the Rishonim is this question. When Hashem chose this place and chose it to rest his Shrina, that would mean chose it, choosing it and that the place itself has no change. Or is it, or the Shrina is Meir Makam? Or is it the Shrina actually lights up and does literally rest in the place? And then the Tzadik brings us an example of the differences between two, these two. Like the Ershta day, if we go by the first opinion, Das Rambam in Maranavuchim, the way the Rambam actually talks about it in Maranavuchim, which is a guy that's perplexed, not necessarily the way he talks about it in his Mishnah Taira, but there is the Ashras Hashinim Bamaka Mikdash Dugma to a Dover Seichel, Var Seichel was Bert Geshiven Dorkli Etzboiz Hayad. Who it's like saying, this idea that the Shrina rests there but doesn't actually change it in any way. That's like the Ramram said, this is like when you have some sort of intellectual idea and you write it down with your hands. Okay. When you write something down, right? You write some intellectual idea that you have, 
The intellect is not resting in your fingers in any way, shape, or form. Because the fingers and the hand have no connection to intellect. Nevertheless, even though the fingers have no connection to intellect, but that is how you can write, right? You can write with your fingers. You don't write with your toes, unless, of course, you have a problem with your hands. Like we know some people who are paralyzed or have disabilities and they learn to write with their toes, but that's not the normal thing, right? The normal thing is we write with our hands, but even so the hands, and even if it's someone who learned to paint and write with his feet, that's not saying that the toes or the fingers have intellect, they don't. And that would be the example of saying, that Hashem chose this place. There's nothing necessarily special about this place. Hashem chooses to rest there, but the place itself is not really connected and is not changed by the fact that the Shina is resting there. Masha Enkin liked it say today, but according to the second opinion, which is Das Haramban, is that the Shina, when it rested on Harmarin, the base of Mikdash, is the idea of how intellect is actually enclosed in our minds. Now, of course, when we have an intellectual idea, certainly there's more of a connection in our heads than with our fingers that might write it. So even though our brains are something very physical, but our brains, they have a connection to intellect. When their seichel is malukoshin maya, and intellect is, after all, enclosed in our minds. It literally is enclosed and it, it, it becomes like one, right? The intellect is in our heads. It's part of us. Very different to writing something with our fingers where their fingers have no connection really to that intellect at all. So here we see, it seems like more in a vocabulary, it's like choosing is just something kind of there, but the place itself doesn't change. Or like the Raman says, no, the place itself is integrally connected to the shina. And you could say these two arguments really seem to be connected to one another. Like their shita, as their makam hamigdash mizbeach is a makam skulay mutzat atzmai, is yashras hashchina in in bedugma vihislapsus asechol b'maya. So these two arguments that we said before of the rishonim and the achronim, they seem to be connected. If we say that the base of mikdash is a place that in of itself was already a place that was like prepared. It was a special place already in itself for the Shekhinah to be there. That means that the place itself, that was like saying that the Seichel is connected to your brain. In other words, there's an integral connection already between this place and the holiness of Hashem choosing it. Then based on the opinion that it wasn't anything special about this place, it's just that Hashem chose it. And just the fact that Hashem chose it, that's what made it special. Then the revelation, the Shrina resting there is more like the Shrina, it's like the Seichel writing through the hands. In other words, the Shrina is there, but the place itself has not actually changed. It hasn't become one with the place itself. So that's the question. Is the place itself now changed? Is the place itself now a holy place? Or is it just that the Shrina is really is resting there? 
from so then we have to understand so now it seems that we've got two different opinions of the Rambam. So one and we have the Rambam in Marnabuchim, and then we have the Rambam in Mishnah Torah. And now they seem to be two different versions because we saw in the Marnabuchim, the Rambam writes that it's a place, it's Hashras Hashkina, it's like running with your hands. In other words, it's not connected. It's there only because Hashem chose it. But yet in Mishnah Torah, we saw that the Rambam goes through and says that this place was holy from before and gives us all the all the, the fact that the, all these great people from Adma Rishon through to um, Avraham had chosen that place and already built a Bezbeah on that spot. So the Rambam contradicting himself in two different places is also on the surface seems to be a very big problem. So Sif Gimel, the Rebbe is going to reconcile this. And the Rebbe says as follows, but this itself makes it clear, is Muchach, from this itself, from this fact that we have, the fact that the Rambam is writing these two things and they seem to be different, that itself proves to us is Muchach. As of the Rambam Mechuchus Beit Zapatira Halk, the Shitas Achinuch, as does us Makayim Mechuvim Beyaiser, is Nit Mitzad Dem, Vas Mahadar Freer Machim Gaven Kabbalas, nor Blaz Mitzad the Fierce Kodesh Barakim. So the fact that we see the Rambam himself writing what seems to be two different things proves to us, and in fact, he's not writing two different things. That even if we have to look more carefully at the Rambam, and of course, this is the Shita of the Rebbe always, especially when we see that the what seems to be contradicted in Rambam is that we have to have a closer look at the way the Rambam is writing it, especially in the Mishnah Torah. It's very exact. So the Rebbe is saying that here it's very clear then that if you look carefully at the Hilchus base of Torah, you'll see that actually the Rambam does agree, like the Shittas Chinuch, that the reason why the Mizbeach could never be moved from where it was, it's not because it was that earlier in history people brought Karbonus there. But it's only because this is the place that Hashem chose, like we have in our Pasuk in this week's Parsha. What do we mean by that? Number one, Kanal, like we said before, we find the phrase in the Torah in many places is the place Hashem will choose or something similar. So what does it mean, the place Hashem will choose? Free choice, and this is a very important concept in Hasidus. The whole idea of free choice is that you're choosing between things that are exactly the same. So the thing that you're choosing and the rest of the item from which you are choosing between, they all have the very same conditions and the very same advantages. So therefore, if we say that Hashem chose this place, that means that this place was, could not have been any different than any other place Hashem could have chosen. Base, that concept that it's the same as any other place, Hashem had many choices and therefore he chose that, is Mufurash And we know that that idea is also very explicit in the writings of our of Chazal. Asfir is like we mentioned before. Chazal tell us that before Hashem chose Har Maria. And that spot for the base of Mikdash, all places in Eretz Yisrael where kosher could be have been chosen to be the place to build the base of Mikdash and to build Mizbechais, as we know they were, because the Mishkan moved from a number of places before the base of Mikdash was built. And Gimel, third point, Al-Bizeh Yumtak was the Alam Malas and now reckoned Oyster Ramam in Abazunder Halacha. 
Now we can also understand, when we look quite carefully, that all of these milas, when the Rambam writes about the fact that this is the place where all these people had brought carbonus earlier, the Rambam writes that in a separate halacha. And the Rambam is very exact about this. So in the first halacha, like we saw, it's in the first halacha of the paragraph. Let's just go back to it for a second here, right? In, in the very first halacha, in Parag Bay's, it's here, Parag Bay's Mishnah Aleph. Um, I'm sorry, Halacha Aleph. So here the Rambam is writing very clearly, right? The Mizbeach is very exact, you can't move it. And it's only in the next Halacha that the Rambam talks about the fact that things had happened there previously. So the Rebbe is saying, that is showing us, right? And that makes it very clear. Why is he Rambam putting in a separate Halacha? The Tzvet Halacha from Parag Bay's. When in the first halacha, it's in the first halacha that he says the base of the mizbeach has to be built in that particular place and you cannot move it, you can't change it. And for that, he brings up the, the proof from the pasuk that says, this is the altar for the burnt offerings for the Jewish people. That pasuk was said after Hashem had chosen it. The Zelva pasuk was their brain in Anev Hilchus Bezbukhira. And that, of course, is the same pasuk that he brings at the very beginning of the halachas of Bezbukhira. In the very first halacha we saw, right, again, in the Hilchos base of Chira, right, right here, once a base of Migdash was built, then what happened? All the other places were then forbidden to bring carbonates. The ancient bias, Ladari Hadaris, Ella Virushalayim Bulvad, Ubahar Maria. And then there's no other place for all generations to come other than Yerushalayim itself and Har Maria. Shabbat Nemer, there it says, And also the Pasuk in Divrei So we see also, right, the Ramam says it very clearly, this is the place once the base of Mikdash was chosen, once the base of Mikdash was built in Yerushalayim, nothing else was able to be there. And the quote that Shlomo began to build it in the place where David, I should near the David Avihu, that David had prepared in this threshing floor of Arnahayusi. Thus, thanks. The time of Mekayim, so what we can see very clearly from this very first halacha is that the reason that the Mizbeach is where it is and you cannot move it or change it, it's not because of the details that he puts in the next halacha. That this is the Mizbeach. In other words, the reason why the Mizbeach cannot be moved is because Hashem chose this spot. And the psukim that the Rambam uses in this first halacha to make that point are the psukim from the Torah after Hashem had chosen, after Beit Mikdash had been chosen that spot and had been built. Now we can also understand why the Raman brings the end of the Pasuk. 
Why does he bring the whole thing saying this is a place that he that Shlomo had begun where it had appeared to David and David had prepared in this threshing floor of this Yavusi, of this man who wasn't holy, was the Yavusi. He owned this property and David and Melch bought it off him. If Ramam is trying to bring proof that this place that David chose was Yushalayim, was Har Maria, he could have just brought the beginning of the apostle that Shlomo began to build Yushalayim and Har Maria. Why does the Ramam bring the whole puzzle and the end of it? That this place that Yushlai Mahar Maria was a place that this was a place that I had that uh, where Hashem had appeared to David and where he had prepared this spot of you know of the threshing floor. So we can say now we understand that meat is a Ramam The Ramam is trying to hint to us as does was Amish shine Isimim Kaimai. In the very first halacha, the reason why we can never move the Mizbeach from where it was during the times of the Beit HaMikdash, this is because this is the place that Hashem appeared to him. This was This is the choice of Hashem. This is where Hashem chose. And the Ramam is stressing that before Hashem chose it, it did not have any special quality. It was considered, this was a threshing floor of, of Arnon Hayavusi. It wasn't any special place. It was just a threshing floor of this non-Jew. That's all it was. But because Hashem chose it, it then became this very special place. Now we can understand that even though the Ramam is talking about the base of Mikdash and everything about the base of Mikdash, he calls these halachas Hilchat Beis Habakira, the laws of this chosen house. And even though at the very beginning, in the very first halacha, as we saw of these halachas, the Ramam says that it's a mitzvah. What's the mitzvah in the Torah? You're going to make a holy place for me, a sanctuary. And the Ramam writes, there's generally six mitzvahs connected to it, it's to build the base of Mikdash. And we see that right after these first halachas, when he talks about the base of Mikdash itself, it's about building a base of Mikdash. And then he talks about the kaling, the kli Mikdash, all the kaling of the base of Mikdash, and bias Mikdash, and coming into the Mikdash. So on one hand, he's using the term Beit Hamikdash, a holy place. Yet all the halachas in general called halachas Beit Sapira. Why is that? Well, Shitas Haramba means as Milas Hamikdash is no mitzvah Sapira's Kodesh Baruch in the Mark. This the Rebbe is saying is stressing to us that the Rambam is telling us that the holiness of this place, like the the Milah that we have in the Beit Hamikdash, is only because Hashem chose it. It's not because it was chosen. By our of us beforehand. It's because Hashem chose it. That is the most important part. It was chosen by Hashem. And because it was chosen by Hashem, it could not, it could not have had any mindless, any advantages over any other place at the time that Hashem chose it. So the question now is if it wasn't anything special before Hashem chose it, if that's the emphasis, then why did the why did Adam and Kain and Hevel and 
Nayach and Avram, why did they build in this bath there if it was nothing special about that spot? Okay, so now let's go on and see. See if Dalit. And if you want to say that the Rambam is also hinting this in the second halacha, where he lists all the advantages of the place because people have brought carbonus before. So we say, if you think that Ramam is also hinting to this in the second one, where he lists that this is the place where all these carbonos were brought, the Rebbe said, look at the end. Is there a mice? But then the Ramam writes at the end, our sages say, that man from the place of his atonement, that's where he was created. Isn't it move on? So we don't understand. Why? Does the Rambam give us any sort of proof of them bringing the carbonus here because from the place that they were created? We find it in all the other places. Um, you know, the fact that Cain, uh, Hevel, Avram, Nayach, Ram doesn't bring us any sukkim or anything or any proof anywhere about why they did what they did. Yet when it comes to Adam, he adds that Chacham say, that Adam built from the place of his atonement. Why does he find the need to bring us evidence of this or source? The Eishleimer, and the Ram is not going to bring a mocker of Misham Nivra, nor the Mit Marama's Zain. So the point is that the Rambam, the Rebbe says, is not trying to bring us a source that he was created from that spot. Rather, the Ram is trying to hint at the Alam Milas and Muraz Mamakmam's Baal in their halacha, that all of these milas that the Rambam is mentioning in this halacha, right? What are those milas? Again, that Avram chose that, went to that place for a Yisla, that Nayach built there, that Kain and Hevel built there, that Adam built there. So all of those milas, they do not contradict the fact that this place is a place that in the future Hashem would choose. As my loss is blaze mitzvah but she's given erst nachtem. So it's not a contradiction to the fact that we say that the mile was only because Hashem chose it at a later date. And now we're going to explain what, what we mean by that. See if hey. Was If the place was not anything special and only became holy once Hashem chose it. So then, of course, the question comes up then, then why did Adam Arishan and all and Kain and Hevel and Nayachan, why did they use that spot if it wasn't anything special? So here the rep, the rep is explaining is while Zeham Gavuz as does The fact that they brought carbonistiers only because they knew through a Navua, through a prophecy, that in the future Hashem is going to choose this spot. Or in other words. It's not that Hashem chose this place because it was like the effect of the fact that they had already brought Karbanas there and they had made the place worthy of being whole, like a holy place, worthy, a very worthy place. And that's why Hashem chose it. Now for Ket, it's actually the opposite. 
the fact that they brought carbonus, that these are masuba, that was the effect. It wasn't the cause, it was the effect. From them, thus, they knew that Hashem would choose that place. So Hashem didn't choose it because Avram Kain, Hevel, Noach, Avram brought Karbanas. They brought Karbanas because they knew this is the spot that Hashem was going to choose. Thus, when others are going to get Okay, so he said, if that's the case, okay, we can say that about sacrifices that they actually brought, that they knew to bring it there because they saw it in the future. Masha'en came in again to Umisham Nivra, is from the But if you say, wait a second, that this spot they chose, this is the spot that Adam brought there, this was the spot where he was created, that's a choice that Hashem had made. So why did Hashem, if Hashem chose to make man from that spot, so that seems like it was a choice earlier on. Is I'm a film of Now, if, if you're going to say, as Musham Nivra is Mitzadi Diasi Spark, as Baasi that are in the you might say, well, the very fact that Hashem chose that place to create man is because Hashem knew that in the future he was going to choose that spot. Is a Chavar Shain given up Ula, a Nivra, from Bechira, over Mela, can Shainid Zain, but even Akher. So that wouldn't make sense, though, because if Hashem created man from that spot because he knew that later he was going to choose it. The very fact that he created man from that spot, which is actually an action, meant that he chose it already. And if he chose it already, then it can't be anything different. In other words, it's already a different place to anything else. And like we said before, choice has to be choosing from things that are exactly the same. So if he chose to create man from this spot, that means it's already special. When we call came from the Bir Hayudua in Especially if we know the very famous saying that Tzadik Barasha like armor, that Shem doesn't choose, you're going to be a Tzadik or Because if Hashem knew and what Hashem knows about the future would come out in an actual speech or an action of some sort, well, does Bachar Kavenda mention to Firenzich like Yediyas or Yisbar? So when it says Tzadik Barasha like Amar, Hashem didn't say whether a person would be a Tzadik or Russia, because if Hashem would say anything, then that would determine there could, couldn't be anything else. That would determine reality. So how much more so here that the knowledge that Hashem is going to choose this place in the future, and then he, if he created man from that spot based on that future knowledge, then it means it's already a different place, it's already holy, it's already chosen. So how can you say that it's really chosen, right? How can you say it's the same as any other place? The five is the Rambam Maisi. That's why the Rambam adds that last line. The Chachamim say man was created from the spot from which he would get atonement. As Dasfas Misham Nivra is as Niki defeated the Gazaka de Karbanashik Makam Zet, as is the Van Valba Asiba design, the Makamashiyacha. The fact that he was created there is not like the other thing that we say that they brought Karbanas there because they knew in the future Hashem would choose that spot. The fact we talked about when it says that man was created from that spot because that was a place of his atonement, that's Valdos is Makam Kaparase. That is a place of his atonement. Their art was Adma region had Bachin bring Zion Karbon. In other words, why did Adam, in other words, just saying, why did Adam Harishan chose that spot? 
Why did he choose that spot to bring his carbon? Because that was the spot that he was created and he felt the place that he was created from that would bring his atonement. Okay, so it's not connected to Hashem choosing it in the future. Siva, it's like Abani Prashtanik. There's still something we don't understand. Mibalka's Eifladasa Rambam is a Tam Vas Makayim and Makuva and the Yosef. If in fact, like we're saying now, the only reason, the problem is stressing that the reason we cannot move from Mizbeach anywhere else is only, it's not because of the carbonus that were brought there before Hashem chose the spot, but simply because Hashem chose to build the base of English there. to bring in if the fact is that it's only holy because Hashem chose it, why does the Rambam bring this at all? Why does he mention it all together? That this is the place where they brought carbonus. In other words, we're saying the Rambam brings it and because he brings it, we're confused. We start thinking, well, maybe Hashem chose it because of them. And then now we've just proven it's not that at all. Hashem chose the place just because he wanted to choose it and it had not, was nothing special before that point in time. So why does the Rambam bring it and make it seem as if it was special? The Rambam is bringing us the fact that this was a place that had been um, that had this special quality before. In this way, that people have brought carbonus there to prove the point, to explain to us why it can never be moved to another place. But you can say it's true. This is the place Hashem chose. He says, "Aber noch need kanraya gemura as durch them is nishal gavon to avsharis to mishan zayin lemakom aker." See the fact that Hashem chooses a place, like we saw before in the earlier example. If Hashem chose the place, if it only came from Hashem, momail lemata, Hashem choosing the place is like when we write something with our fingers. We're not really connected to the place. It's just Hashem chose to put a shina there. That would not negate the possibility of other places of it um, of other places being able to be chosen afterward. Because, like we know with the Mishkan, that yeah, Harsini was chosen, and then it was in it was in Giva, and it was in, in Noi, it was in Shiloh. All those places, you can say Hashem chose those places for the Mishkan to be. So the fact that Hashem chose a particular place doesn't mean that it negates being able to build a Mizbeach anywhere else. And like we saw in another example where Hashem chose something and didn't necessarily mean that it never changed. So we know that when Hashem chose David HaMelech, Hashem chose the Malchus based David, that he would be the monarchy until Mashiach, right? David and his children afterward. That the Malchus would be David HaMelech and for his male children, Forever, ad oilam. Va'avav b'chein is their din, k'psaka Rambam. Nevertheless, we know we do have a halacha, according to the Rambam, as a novish hemid melech mish'ar shifte Yisrael l'chulu, that if a prophet actually crowned a king from other shvatim, ha'reze melech, that person would still be a king. The chol mitzvah ha'malchus nahalakas. And all the mitzvah of a king and of what malchus is would be have to be kept. Siz narvos um, it's just that the Malchus would eventually end from his house. And of course, this is what we see 
with Machal Yisrael. So yes, David HaMelech was chosen for the eternal monarchy, but at the same time, we did have Machos Yisrael. There is a halacha that if they have a true Navi and he appoints another king, then the laws of kings apply. So yes, the laws of kings apply to all the kings of Yisrael. However, we know that eventually the Machos ended, right? So at the end of the day, it would um, end. It wasn't a, a dynasty that just continued forever. You had people from different Shvatim who were the, the king of Shevet, of, of, of Machos Yisrael. So we can see there to here. So when we see Hashem chose, Hashem chose David as a Machos, at the same time, he said, yeah, but other people could be chosen, not as an eternal monarchy, but could be chosen and would be king. So then you have the question here about the basic Mikdash. How would we know that once it was chosen, it would negate anything else? Once David and Melech was chosen, it didn't negate the fact that there could be kings from other places. Especially when you look at Shilai, where the Mishkan stood for three for over 300 years, over 300, almost 70 years. So there was also a place that Hashem had chosen. Who the Mishkan is Gishtan Shin Samachtes Shana, right? 369 years. So it proves the Chayar to You could say, well, maybe that is supposed to be Beit Hashem. I mean, 369 years, that's not a small amount of time. That's the Mizbeach. So when we say, so if you say Zem Beit Hashem, Zem Hashem, that, that only could be in the Beit Hashem you nowhere else. Maybe Lavdafka. Look, Shiloh was also a chosen place. Valderach said by Marcia. So to when had Harsinai, when Maish Rabbeinu had Ufkishtel the Mishkan Papamarishayna, the first time Maish Rabbeinu built the Beis Mikdash. That was also, you could say, a place Hashem told him to do that, the Mishkan. So, so here, this is what the Rambam um, is stressing in, um, in the first parak, where he talks about the fact that the Mishkan did. Um, did appear and was in many different places. So to here, the river, same thing that we're talking about here. So the fact that we have chosen, we have a place that Hashem chooses, that doesn't mean that he won't choose another place. So that's what we're saying here. The river brings the Rambam Araya as in Jamfal is the Bechir in an Ayyam was Hashalog Ben Andre Makani. So that's what the Rambam has to try give us an explanation to help us see why when Hashem chose. Har Maria, in this place for the base of Middash, it was different to the choices that Hashem made in other places. This choice now negated any other places. And it's therefore that Admarishan and Kain and Hevel and Nayak and Avram built their altars in this spot. If the choice of Hashem did not negate other places, for was home the alam daik event to bring their carbonas nor in the makam of Kuvan in Hamaria Atzmai. If Hashem's chosen would not have negated other places, why did they then choose Dafka this place? They could have chosen any of the other places. Why Dafka this place to bring their carbonas? He's a farma, Jafun Mash. So from here we hear, we understand. That this choice that Hashem made here on Har Maria for this base for the base of Mikdash that negated any other places. 
on Shem HaAsid is thus not in the becoming before Yaisa Iham Rufai. So in the this choice that Hashem made here was different to anything else. And once Hashem chose it, it negated anything else. And there was no other place that you could bring a carbon. Zion, the Now, what is the inner meaning of that? Why was it talking that this place, this choice, was different to any other choices? And once this happened, it could never negated anything else. The Hapdimas So we'll preface this with something else that we the Rebbe says once talked about that we'd stay in Yanni from Bechira and What is really the difference between Bechira, choice, and Kedusha, something that's holy? And we see that the Rambam, like we mentioned before, uses both of these terms when it comes to the base of the Mikdash. Number one, Hilchas base Habechira, that these are the halachas of this house, the, choice, the chosen place, right? Choice. And Hilchas Kleif Hamikdash, the halachas of the vessels of the base of Mikdash, or Hilchas Bias Hamikdash, as in Yedr is the Amal Gabbat in Sveim. Why? Is the base of Mikdash referred to both as place of Bechira and the base Hamikdash? Because it actually has the advantages of both these things of choice and sanctity. What does that mean? The Mazot of a Gavisa Zachazi is Kaddish. When you say that something is holy, sanctified, Vaisdes, as the Kedusha Hadurkunum Gizach. So when something is holy, we're saying that the thing itself is permeated with a certain level of, you say, godliness, it's holy. So you talk about a sefetara is holy, a sidra is holy. Therefore, you know, when we stop using it, we have to bury it. Like, it's called shamus. So something that's holy, it's through and through, permeated with holiness. The zach is halif. The thing itself becomes holy. Overly idah, yet on the other hand, since holiness is then connected with that physical item, and of course, everything that's physical is going to be limited, is like the But then, if the holiness is something that permeates an object, an object is always limited. Therefore, the holiness would have to be a limited level of holiness. And then the same thing would be applied then to a place. If a place is to become holy, then it's only to become holy to a limited degree. Because since it's physical, right? We know the revelation of Hashem, that's what holiness, it's revelation of godliness. It can only be in a limited form if you're talking about anything that's physical. So Kedusha on one hand has the mila, it has an advantage of, be, of permeating something. On the other hand, it would then have to be limited because it's physical. Masha'en came b'chira, but when you talk about choice, when I say I choose something, it has nothing to do with what I am choosing. It's referring to the person who's making the choice, the chooser. Because he chose it. Then what we're talking about, the place that Hashem chose. Therefore, if Hashem chooses a place, the place would then receive a certain holiness that's infinite, unlimited, because Hashem, because Hashem is unlimited, the place that he chooses would then have the ability to have an unlimited holiness. 
on the other hand, if when we talk about choice, since the holiness is coming from the point of view of the one who's choosing, it's just need kavshalite. It's not doesn't it's not owned by the place or the thing that's being chosen. As Dr. the person or the thing has to do his own avida to be able to take in that holiness. And this, of course, is a concept in Hasidus we have a lot. We talk about, you know, holiness that comes from Hashem, when Hashem gives us something, like miracles, but because it's such a tremendous revelation, we don't necessarily, we are not necessarily able to really um, have that affect us fully, because it's so great that it can't really we can't internalize it. But when we do our own work, which is actually what we're now in the month of Elul, which is really about Isurus Dilatata, when we start, we do we do the hard work, then all the work that we do stays within us. It like permeates us. So this is the difference here too. Choice, when Hashem chooses, it's on his turn. There's a tremendous amount of holiness there, but it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily internalized by the object that's chosen unless that person plays as some sort of avida in and of itself to allow itself to be the right vessel to be able to accept and internalize that holiness that's being poured upon it. And this is why the Rambam stresses this in the two different halakhas that we mentioned before in relation to the place where the altar of the Mizbeach was built. In the Ershta halacha, in that very first halacha, so when the Rambam writes in the very first halacha that this is the spot, this is the place, um, this Mizbeach, it's a very exact spot and you can never change it forever. Right, forever, that shows an internal aspect. Internal, something that's internal, that means it's not limited. So this non-limited aspect of the place is does is This is something that a person cannot do. Man cannot create something or give anything an infinite quality. Other or the place itself. The place itself can't make itself infinite. Right, a place can be an eternally chosen place only if Hashem chose it because Hashem is infinite, therefore, He can make something infinite. And that's why, in the very first Allah, when He talks about the fact that the Mizbeach can never be anywhere else, He talks specifically about the fact that it's eternal and that this and brings us the Pasuk that this is the place of the Mizbeach for the Jewish people. In the halacha shala achrezet, then that second halacha is our mindset. The Ram is then adding, right? This was our question. Why does he have to tell us that all of these people brought sacrifices in this place? He's adding us, that before Hashem chose this spot, is in dem makom da kedusha mukbelas. This place did have a limited amount of holiness, right? Limited because Man did something there, but it was limited. Because in that spot, Adam, Arishan, and Kain, and Heaven, and Avram had brought Karbanas, and from there, Adam was created. So the Rambam is trying to tell us that in this spot, Har Maria, where the Mitzbeach stood, 
actually had both advantages. It had the advantage of Hashem choosing the place, and therefore it was an eternal place that now was always going to be holy, because only Hashem can do that to a place. At the same time, there was a, a limited amount of holiness because people had brought Karbanas there beforehand. And now we understand that the Rambam himself, he's not contradicting himself in Mishnah Tara and Hilchos Beis Abkhira and in the Guide for the Perplexed Imran The fact that in Hilchos Beis Abkhira it seems to say that the place of the Mikdash and Mizbeah was a place that was worthy of the Shrina because Karbanas had been brought there before. Is That's only the fact that, yes, it was worthy in this limited sanctified manner based on things that people had done there. But from the point of view of Hashem's choosing the place and making it an eternal place of holiness, that's what the Rambam was referring to in when he says, that if it was just from the point of view of Hashem choosing it, from the point, that point of view, then it doesn't become a vessel that can internalize this holiness. It would only be like the fingers running down as var sechel. Masha came, but what we find, the Ramban, the Ramban though says, that since Hashem is really infinite, Hashem can do anything. But according to the Ramban, that's the difference. The Rambam is focusing on the fact that from the point of view of Hashem's choosing, then it's only the fact that Hashem chose it. The place itself cannot be really internalized in the holiness. But in the Mishnah Torah, he's saying, yes, that's Misad Bechir Zakarash Baruch but people have made it, that limited holiness was there before. The Ramban, however, holds that just from Hashem's choosing it, because Hashem can do anything, that after Hashem chose it, therefore, nothing limits Hashem. You can't say the place is limited, the place Hashem can't have his holiness or uh, that uh, permeating the physicality, that Hashem can do anything. And therefore, the fact that Hashem chose it means that the holiness, this infinite holiness, can also be enclosed in that place. Sifches. So that's the difference of the opinion between the Rambam and the Rambam. Our final scene. We can also add to this Eichledas of Rambam, again, based on the Rambam. We could say, too, that we see the Rambam does bring us both of these elements. We could say that really then, according to the Rambam, the limited holiness that was in the place from what people did before was also connected to that place, um, was also connected to Hashem's choosing that place. When we bought us our full of Hamdark, the Buddhist place, the Makro Grand Kabbalist, beside them, but the Gavus Benvua, and thus is their Makmashi for Hashem. Because, like we said before, the reason that Aram and um, Nayak and Kain and Heaven um, built altars in this spot was because they knew through Nevoa that this is the place that Hashem was going to choose, like we said before. So it comes out, that their actions that they did 
that then brought that limited holiness to the place, even before Hashem chose it, is it was still connected to Hashem's choosing it. In other words, they knew Hashem was going to choose this spot, so they decided to do, to build the Mizbeach already on that spot because they knew Hashem would choose it in the future. But that means they already brought a certain amount of holiness to that place. That's what we can see. We find that when um, Avram Avinu Davin on that spot, he actually said, that will be said today. And when, when the Torah says today, like, like we find within Savim, we're going to read some before Rosh Hashanah, right? whenever the Torah says, it means every single day. It's something nitzchi, it's something eternal. Hashem will appear on the tar. In other words, Avram Avinu saw in the future this eternal aspect of the place already then. And that is why he chose to bring it there. So may the, the, the merit of that fact that we know this is the place Hashem chose, like we talked about Hilkha's base of Khira, where it's a Mikdash, it has both the holiness, the permeated holiness of the place because of what man did before and after Hashem chose it. And the fact that Hashem chose it is eternal holy place. It is our place. The Temple Mount belongs to the Jewish people, and may we see the Harabi Amenu Mamish that that Hara Maria, the Hara Bais, is returned to us with the base of Migdash Shlishi. May that be immediately now. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you.